it's happened so many times. But not because I'm so impressive, but I'm considering not only the audience, but the person that's in front of me. You got it? This is, this is strategy here. Got it? How many people realize after going through all this, you don't really have a strategy, you're just asking questions? Good, good, okay. Most of your questions should come off the answer. Most of your questions should come off of the answer that they gave, which means you have to what? You have to listen. So I'm on a constant search for the thing I'm going to expand on. While you're talking, I'm searching, I'm looking. I'm thinking about what my next question is going to be, but I have to find it in here somewhere. As you're talking, I need something I need to expound on, something I need you to explain, something I need to pull out of for understanding. Got it? I want you to start really, really being curious in what someone's saying. So while they're talking, search for it. Got it? Now, 10 minutes. Interrupt often. I know. Sounds crazy. I get people in the comments all the time. They be like, David, keep interrupting Donnie. <laughs> you keep watching. Why? You may not like the interruption, but you like the feeling and the friction that we create. That's how a conversation goes, right? Okay, if you're talking to your best friend, do you say, your best friend, think about your best friend. Okay, Olivia, what happened on that date? Um, let's go back. Okay, okay, cool. Olivia, what happened on that date? Do you let your best friend explain everything that happened on a date before you say something? So, first off, he said he's coming at eight o'clock. He shows up at 810. 810? I wouldn't even came outside. <laughs> or do you let her explain? So first, he comes at 810. It's a little late, it's cool. He picks me up, I get in the car. We go to a restaurant. At first, I didn't, the outside of the restaurant didn't look all that impressive, but I go in. And do you let her explain the whole story? No, there's friction. Got it? We're creating a moment here. Everybody's across from me. We are having a conversation, not an interview. An interview says, I ask a question, you answer it. Then I ask another one, and then you answer it. And then I ask another one, and then you answer it. A conversation is back and forth. There's friction there. Got it? How many people are still not going to interrupt your guests? Even when you said this, okay, be honest, how many people thought, okay, he's bugging right now, just get to the next slide, David. Why would I interrupt often? That's rude. How many people thought it was interrupting is rude? Okay. It's just really good interviewing. Okay. Disagree. I don't care who they are or how successful they are, find something that you don't agree on. Agreeing with every point is boring. Wow, amazing, wow, that's good, man, oh, goodness, wow, great, I like that, amazing, me too, 
You too? Man, thought I was the only one. Okay. Someone to talk. I, 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 nah. I'm not feeling it. You got to explain that. Because I, 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 I go about things totally differently. Like, you got to explain that. Try this one. Nah, not feeling that. It'll be okay, I'm telling you. It'll be okay. Because then they have to come back and defend their point. Which gets them to go a little bit deeper and explain some things they otherwise wouldn't have explained. These are the things that we don't like even consider in our conversation. I want you to find some, I'm intentionally now looking for something to disagree on. Because that creates friction. Got it? But the second point is, I want you to disagree for understanding. You don't have to disagree to be disrespectful or disagree so that you can prove your point. This isn't about you, remember. It's not about you. But disagree for understanding. Hey, help me understand your point. We had a conversation. Me and Donnie had a conversation with somebody. And he said something like, um, you should cancel your life insurance and put the money into real estate because life insurance is a bad investment. So I'm thinking, here's, here's my, my thinking in the conversation. I'm like, never heard that before. But the way he explained it, I'm like, I get your point. He is, he is wealthy, multimillionaire. He's doing something right. From my perspective, I'm thinking, okay, maybe there's something that I don't understand. Donnie, on the other hand, you sound crazy. <laughs> nope, I've been in the insurance game for too long, and he had to come back, back and forth, disagree. Guess what? After the interview, they did not disagree, but they were still cool. It's just an interview. Nobody felt offended. Repeat after me. Nobody's going to feel offended. And if they do feel offended, they don't really know what they're talking about. If somebody comes to me and tells me they don't agree with what I believe in in my faith, why would I get mad at that person? The only reason I get mad at that person is if she's exposing something that I don't truly believe in. I'm not going to argue with somebody about my faith that I believe in. I'll only go back and forth and argue with you if I have to feel that I have to prove something. Not to you, but to myself. Okay. But make sure you can, dis you can defend your agreement, your disagreement. Okay? Be able to explain your disagreement. I did, anybody see the interview I did with uh, Mandy from Horrible Decisions? I say everybody needs to start a podcast. She says, no, they don't. I said, people that, are in, people that are friends should do business together. She said, I would never do business with my friends, and I don't recommend you either. Mad stuff we disagreed on. One of my favorite interviews. One of her favorite interviews. We actually spent more time disagreeing. <laughs> we fought on that. Uh, this is your new life. Interview every day. This is your new life. I want you to interview every single day. You have to get to know people every single day. 
This is not like, this is not something where you got to do it only when you're doing it. This needs to be a lifestyle. Got it? Do I have more slides? Oh, no, that's good. Okay. <sighs> this is good. Okay. I want to give you a couple points on the interview process, right? But it's very, very important that you step outside of yourself and you're considering more factors. This is an art form. This is an art form. And if you're not looking at it as art, like when you see, I want you to like read, like watch back your interviews and I need you to look at it from a critical eye. Look at it from a critical eye. I want you to see the missed opportunities. See the points where you weren't listening. Because you'll be able to see it and it'll be cringy. And you ever watch one of your interviews and you cringe a little bit? It's like, uh, I, I, I talked about it um, on a workshop. I'm watching the interviews and I have an extreme like button. And the like button goes like this. All right, so like, so when you like, like, like if you're like, Go, okay, like, so when you approach business, like, how you like, like, kind of like, okay, I like have, I kind of like, 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 how many people have a like button? You ever noticed your like button? Or it's something that you say all the time, unconsciously, everybody else sees it, you just don't. I'm telling you. Do you know somebody like that? They say something all the time as a transition to every word, every sentence, and you, I, they don't even know that they say it that much. You feel me? You feel me? <laughs> I know a lot of you feel me. But you have to go back and look at your interviews from a critical eye. There's something that you're missing. There's something that you're missing. This is an art form, and any art form takes practice. It takes effort. I just need you to do the thing over and over and over and over again. That's the only way you get better. I became a better communicator because I communicate more than most people, more than most humans. I'm communicating. Again, set up the morning meetup. Yes, it was a community of people that needed some people, like a community of people that need a community of people. You need an environment. You need uh, 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 some people that you can bounce ideas off of. You also need a mentor. You need somebody you can coach from. So I'm setting this up saying, okay, this is what's needed. But the root of me creating the morning meetup was so that I could wake up earlier. I'm telling you, I was waking up at 10, 10.30 every single day. And I remember, because it was called Sleepless Nights before it was called the morning meetup, and we would meet in the evenings. But I, um, I, I got on a call one day, it was one of our evening calls, and I said, man, I want to start waking up a little earlier, I'm just, I just haven't. How about you all, let's jump on a call, I'll send you all a Zoom link, let's get on at 9 o'clock. Because I knew if I was going to get on a call at 9 o'clock, I had to get up about 8.30 and prepare what I'm going to say. And that 9 o'clock call went well. Then we was like, hey, y'all want to do it tomorrow? They was like, yeah, sure. And I said, let's do it the next day. We said, yeah, sure. That's how the morning meetup started. 
It transitioned from a program of like three evening calls to us jumping on a call every single morning. But I honestly didn't do that for you. I did it for me. And then these nine o'clock start getting good. I'm like, hey, what y'all think, man? Let's jump on at 8.30. Some people did not jump. Some people did not join. But some people did. And I said, hey, I want to get on. I want to get up at 8 now. And now we start the calls at 7.45 in the morning, which means I have to wake up at 6.30. I get up at 6.30 every single day now. I used to get up at 10.30. I get up at 6.30 every single day now. I, I made the decision for me. 6.30 first, though, because I got to wake up <laughs> and hit the snooze button. Y'all was listening. Yes, yes, y'all was listening. But 6.30 nonetheless. Don't take that from me. But I understood that I wanted to be a speaker. So I just continued to jump on the call and share and share and share and share. And that's why it takes me no time, it takes me a long time, it took me years to create an impromptu speech. Got it? Okay, y'all still with me? Y'all ready to work? Okay, we about to get started.